Love and grit is in our DNA. This episode was created before our uncertain times. We hope you will still find it entertaining, informative, and fun. Love and Grit stands with you, and we thank you for standing with us as we share Philly and the region's inspirational stories with the world. All right, folks, welcome back to Love and Grit. And this week, we introduce you to a new segment, The Sound of Philadelphia, with Janet Jackson's tour DJ and Philly's own DJ Active. Show some sisterly love to an entrepreneur and the woman who fixes Rachel's face. I'll let Justin uh, break that down. <laughs> and after we're done with all of that, we'll finally get to find out what is all this fuss about with these shareable drinks that Justin's been talking about at the Notary Hotel. I love a good large format drink. Whatever that means. I'm still confused. Let's do a lightning <laughs> round of our Philly gotcha. favorites. <laughs> yes. Okay, so and the topic will be... Festivals. Dun, 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 dun. All right, favorite festival. Who goes first? You go. All right, I'm just going to say my favorite festival of the year, Adunde, the biggest black festival in Philadelphia where you can get any kind of shea butter that you need. Yes, that's my favorite. It's really growing, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they always have a great performance at the end of it, too, and just all of the vendors that you need to satisfy you for the summer. Mine is Midtown Village Fest. What's it's in the fall, and it's Midtown Village is in the middle of Center City. Right. Um, so it's around 13th Street, and all of the restaurants set up booths, and it's like fall, so people are in vests, and there's like hay. That's oh. fun. Like that hay. <laughs> hey. I'm not middle of the park. Actually, here's hey. a fun fact. I'm allergic to hay. <laughs> well, oh, hey, how about that? But it does make you feel like there's fall when there's like scarecrows. Anyway, go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> Well, I absolutely love the Roots Picnic. Last year, they actually changed the venue for the first time. It was in Fairmount Park at The Man. So it's a much larger space. You have more stages. You have panel discussions. Uh, this yeah. year, Meek Mill is performing, SWV. That's what you're looking forward to, right? I am. I just, okay, that was a surprise. Was Don't a judge. Surprise. So yeah, Roots Picnic for me. All right, all right. And those are our festivals, so you need to check them out. Okay, so, but we're sticking to this show. Second episode of your favorite show, Love and Grit. So recently we asked one of our favorite and super duper busy Philly DJs to stop by the studio and catch up on all the cool things that he's doing. And when I say cool, I'm talking about cool, like Grammy parties, Carnegie Hall, Super Bowl. Touring with Janet Jackson. That part. Um, working with Alicia Keys, Common, The Roots, LL Cool J. The list goes on and on. We're name dropping right now. Yeah, so we were very excited that he had time to speak with us. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. On your yeah. Show. yeah, and it's been a, an awesome ride. I, I can say that I've known Active, shoot, since you first, I don't want to say first started DJing, because in my mind, you probably was pretty young. Yeah. But pretty but much. Earlier. How old were you when you started? When I, when I started DJing, mm -hmm. I'm going to say probably like 11. What? Did you like yeah. put equipment together at home? Uh, my father did. He was he was like a DJ for fun, and then I just watched him and a couple of my cousins are DJs. Um, they start doing like competitions and stuff like that. So uh, I follow actually after them. Did you have a real record player to start? Oh yeah, I had the Fisher Price, the uh, WKRP yes. in oh Cincinnati. Who did not have that Fisher Price record player? You mentioned your cousins too. I was gonna say, were now were they known DJs in the city at the time? At the, at that time, Kenya was his, his name was DJ Ghetto. But Kenya was uh, known at that time. He was into like a lot of competitions and battles. He was DJing for Wu-Tang at the time. Mm. And he came up like around the Roots area, like when they first started. He used to hang out at this club called Fever. You got to tell, too, Active, you got to tell people how it's not easy coming up as a DJ in this town because this town is the home of like... DJs. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Like we could drop names like Cash Money Jazz and Jeff and, and mm -hmm. Rich Medina Rich and Medina, Questlove. Why do you think? Yeah. 
Philadelphia nah. is a place that like has launched so many DJs. Um, I think it's just a music. It's like a music town. I'm trying to just keep the torch going. As far as you know, some of the people that I came up with, like you have Carvin and Ivan, they're great mm, producers. Right. You know, you have Jazzy Jeff, you have Cash Money. So I'm just trying to keep that same torch going now for the newer generation that's coming after us. But talk about that and talk about how it's not easy to break out in Philadelphia because of these oh, no. and how you were able to do it and what was the moment when you did that. It's definitely not easy to break out <laughs> in Philadelphia. <laughs> I was doing radio at that time, and then I was working with a uh, basketball player. Well, actually not a basketball player. His son, his name is Jay Irvin. That's right. And he had a, he had a game um, that was called Irvin Classic Wonder that he had on 52nd and Parkside, I'd say back in like 2000. I started doing that game, and from that game, I met a lot of people there. So that gave me the exposure. So do you have a favorite Philly-based event? Like, there's so many things that go on from the Roots Picnic and different festivals. Do you have something that you're like, you know what? It's that time of season. It's that year. Mm-hmm. What would that be? The Roots Picnic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Reu- A.K.A. the reunion. The Roots. That's the reunion. That's when everybody come together. Yep. So salute the quest. And I've never court. been. Oh, you have Can you tell me about what? it? It's amazing. No, I haven't. You didn't invite me last I'm year, I'm sorry, Rachel. I'm judging you right now. It's been like 13, 13 years. years. Yeah, the Roots Picnic is just a I'm lot of... I'm coming this year. You're invited. Everyone's di- invited. Different artists that, uh, you know, Quest and uh, Tina... Tina Ferris. ...puts together, yeah. and they bring a lot of people together. You know, a lot of good new artists coming up, classic artists, rappers from New York, L.A. Active is usually DJing on stage. DJ. And people that you know... Meek Mill, like Meek headliners. Mill. Yeah. It's, it's exciting. It's, it's something Chocolate for Press. everybody. Right. Yeah. You have to talk about that relationship and the relationships of Philadelphia people, like artists and creative people, how y'all all come together and do these remarkable events. So, I mean, you got Adam. I mean, you got Dre Harris. It's a bunch of us, man. And you got Man Man. It's a bunch of musicians. And we all just stick together since back before. We all met working with Floetry, Music Soul Child, Jill Scott. It's all the same crew. So uh, the nerd version of what Active just said, he named people like Man Man. Man Man is the music director for John Legend. He's been under he's been under music John Legend's uh command for since he was 18, 19 years yeah. old, right? Yeah. You mentioned uh Dre Harris. Andre Harris, other half of Vidal, Dre, you know, uh Vidal Dre and Vidal, Correct. who have worked with Usher and made butterflies for Michael Jackson. You mentioned Adam Blackstone, who at any given time you see on any award show commanding that award show band. And they are all from Philadelphia, except for Adam. So <laughs> in your opinion. We have all these people with Philly roots that are thriving across the country. Do you feel as though in Philly it's easier to secede? Do you feel the networking is different? Why do you, are we just magical? Like, what do you think is the reason that we're able to drop all those names and make that Philly connection? I don't know about this the new generation, but I do know the guys that I've been dealing with, we kind of stick together and then we try to bring new people in new artists and new band members and put them on and, and, and let them also see their fruits as well. But, but mentoring is such a huge part of this yeah. business. Absolutely. And you're doing but, that because you're even, you still speak in schools, you do some of the stuff with yeah, Dash. And, yeah, I do some with the Dash Yeah, program. I just saw you on Instagram do, teaching the kids about DJing. Yeah, just trying to teach them, you know, the, the youth coming up, teaching them how to DJ, how to be just not club DJs. Dash stands for Design to Achieve Successful Heights. And yeah. when did you, because re- now that you're, excuse me, we dropped the name Janet Jackson because he does, he is Janet Jackson's touring DJ. Love it. Are you Sounds going like on this a- next tour out with her? Yes. The tour starts June 24th. Where's she playing fi- in Philly? The Wells. At Wells Fargo. Yeah. That's going to be an awesome concert. Are you, what's it like to play in the Wells Fargo when it's full? 
Oh, it's a it's a great feeling, man. It's but it must never get old. I nah, mean, the energy that drilling is great. City. Yeah, mm-hmm. that adrenaline is good. You know, you've been doing this for a while, but what kind of adjustments did you have to make when you got when you got on this Janice situation? Because, like you said, you weren't expecting. Now you're on the View. You got stylists and stuff like that. Like as a DJ, I just try to adjust and just take it all in. So I just was like, all right, I just I guess I got to do this. Let me get out here and do it. Get it over with. and How much freedom do you have when you're DJing the Janet? At first, I didn't have that much freedom. I ain't going to say it was the issues, but when I first got on, you know, she just... She got to prove she know you, yeah. Yeah, she can't, yeah, so she wanted to see me, you know, and... Um, what you could do. Right, mm-hmm. so how it happened was uh, the time I was working with Common, and uh, I did, like, this routine with her Michael Jack with the Billie Jean song, mm-hmm. and, I, and he posted it up, and uh, Jermaine Dupree reposted it, and then I got a call, like, say, like, that next week, can I ask you about one recent thing that you did, too, that looked really dope on Instagram because I'm a stalker? Can you talk about this uh, Black Thought at Carnegie Hall Masterclass? Oh, that was amazing, Ooh. yeah. Shout out to Black Thought for looking out for the upcoming rappers. So he basically does a masterclass. It's like a three-day class with different rappers from New York, wherever. There's some people from Dallas, and uh, he's teaching them how to breathe and mm. deliver. That you know, their raps to make them rap better, and then uh, we did a, a performance. So basically, they had me rehearse with them, and uh, they did a show. They wanted to see if they can rock the crowd, basically. Oh, so each person Every gets a chance. Got a chance, yeah. So it was kind of dope for him giving back like that. Is just an awesome. I mean, coming from him because he's like one of the number one rappers out here. I don't think nobody could touch him. Salute the Black Thought, and uh, he I'm teaching these upcoming rappers how to rap and how to breathe and what punchlines to say is, is, is absolutely amazing. I mean, not bad to go from Carnegie Hall to the Love and Grit podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. It was kind of like Carnegie Hall, All-Star, and then Love and Grit because you got to finish with the finale. You know. Nah, y'all We family. appreciate y'all you family. coming Y'all family. In. Thank, you. Change. Thank you. All right, so before we go, tell everybody where to follow you, what you got going on that you want people to know about. Okay, you can follow me at uh, djactivemusic.net. Um, you can also follow me at djactive on Instagram, DJ Active Twitter, DJ Active on Facebook. All right, we'll thank you. Thank you for coming to Active. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you guys. Trip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, make sure you guys follow Active, but up next, we fix our face. Uh, no, seriously, though. I came up with the name of this. You did. You did. You <laughs> Segment. Did. It almost got you in trouble. But listen, it all works out for all of us. because. He, I mean, does it? It does. It, well, not for Justin. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but for anybody who wants to know the right and wrongs about brows from a woman who coined the industry, especially in, in this town, and has her own makeup line, and is an entrepreneur, who fixes Rachel's brows in her face. That's right, because friends don't let friends have bad eyebrows. Fix that face. All right, so we head to see Ursula Augustine at Ursula's About Face, where we get a supreme lesson about the rights and wrongs of brow life. Here's a hint. We're all doing it wrong. That's right. Great brows don't happen by chance. They happen by appointment. This is like my 25th year in Rittenhouse Square area. Wow. You know you're like a, a piece of, you're going to be a piece of Philadelphia history. Like, you must be the first I am woman the to... first. African-American woman to own a makeup studio, professional makeup studio in the Rittenhouse area. For the average black female, matching our skin tone with foundations, that is an uphill battle. Let me tell you. (laughs) And mind you, I've been in the beauty industry Mm -hmm. for 30 plus years. How is it still a problem? Here's the problem, Justin. (laughs) We're black women, so we (laughs) usually get thought of last, Justin. That's just the way cookie crumbles. But we survive, you know. Always. We are are survivors, like Beyonce Mm -hmm. say. And speaking of Beyonce, 
then they realize the billions of dollars that the African-American dollar brings into the beauty industry. And they started to say, you know what, let's expand our complexion line. Major companies, Dior, Lancome. Yeah, but then they expanded to one or two more shades. Right. But you have to be like half a shade darker than Mariah Carey for it to, to pull it off. Anything darker than that, they just didn't have it. With African-American skin, we are warmer in the center of our face and we're cooler around the perimeter. Okay. With Caucasian women, they are cooler in the center. So even if, they, if you go to a Caucasian artist who tries to match us, the problem comes in is that they don't understand that we have reverse balance. Wow. And we have we haven't even started with the model. Oh yes, the great Sharice. Sh- 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 not the great. Oh, she is, and I keep telling her that. Are you from Philly as well? I am. Girl, I love it. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so Ursula, we know that you literally wrote the book on brows. So why do you think brows are so important to your face? What does that? What story well, is, does that? Well, tell? let me tell you the brows seriously. And I hear a lot of people sort of regurgitate the same thing when they say. The brows frame the face. They're so important because they frame the face. It it drives me crazy. I mean, I always say I have artwork in my house that doesn't have a frame. It's spectacular. No, it will do one of two things. It will age you in dog years or it will be your fountain of youth. Wait, I never heard the first one before. That's, wow. I don't. That is what I say. So forget the framing nonsense. The brow is what balances the illusional balance of your face. What we see isn't always real, because makeup's an illusion. Right. But it could be a good illusion or a bad illusion, depending on what they did to your eyebrow. So um, we do brow balancing here. I don't use wax. I don't like wax. First of all, it's a chemical, and you should never elect to put chemicals on your face. Sugaring we love, 100% natural. You can never get burned with it like you can with wax because it only heats up to your body temperature. And sugar repels bacteria. There's no way you can get sugar bacteria in a container or a pot of hot sugar. It just can never happen. Wow. But the wax is... Now, wax is a chemical. It's a totally different creature. It removes your protective layer of skin as well as any type of hair. So that's why people are usually red and the bruising and the bacteria. And we're all about the safer alternative to beauty here. You're going to still get the results, but we're going to do it in a safer, gentler way. Can you... Have a demo. Mm-hmm. You show us how you would, you know, handle with our sculpting. Yes, yes, with our model, and then I can copy you with one of. Stop lifting, <laughs> Justin. Stop lifting your eyebrows up. Oh boy, look, what are you gonna do to I'm them? Take them off. At <laughs> that I'm not a trained professional, but maybe oh, I can try to mimic some of the things. These that are she... my eyebrows. <laughs> Okay, even if it's just lining it with a, you know, a, a shadow or something that would like yeah. match. Fine. That's fine. To balance. And, and I'm here as a safe Right. Okay. Brow sculpting is my bonsai brow sculpting trademark name. We use a brow shear and tweezer only. Okay. I so, can't believe you got me in this chair <laughs> with a cape on. Anything for the team. Anything for you, Rachel. Thank you. So, we're going to start with the lovely Cherise. So first, I want to make sure you also need a sponge with a little alcohol. You're going to clean them off. No patents. Press and pull. Press and pull. And we are going to um, do a brow sculpting on Cherise. And then we're also going to give her a little brow tint. Okay. Yes. Can you fix a situation? I can fix anything. People come to my door with these brows. I call that particular visit the resuscitation phase. We have to pump the chest of it to get it back to life. And we start working on it. And when they leave here, it's a totally different brow. They can't believe it's theirs. 
So yes, that's like a miracle because people get so upset. Yeah. Oh, and they should be because the brow. It's their face. Exactly. Yeah, I always tell they were like, well, what can I do? I'm like, there's, 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 I'm gonna give you the instruction to beautiful brows. Are you ready? And they're like, yes. Don't touch them. <laughs> <laughs> Leave them alone. Don't oh. even line them. Don't even. You can put anything you want on them. Oh, just don't, just don't take anything off of them. Got it. Okay. Got it. So now we have Charisse's brow sculpted, and you can see the difference oh, between I that shape see and this. the other. Yeah. See that? Uh, okay, Charisse. And now we're going to tense it to give it a little natural drama. Hmm. Close. And this literally happens in a matter of about a minute and a half to two minutes to what, tent. What color are you? This is actually a light brown, but. It's going on color. Don't forget that everything has color. So even when you're putting them on brows, brows have color. So it'll be dark enough, but it'll look natural and it won't be too dark. Everyone's quick to grab a dark brown when they see women of color for brow tinting. But generally we can use tops and soft browns. And then you can enhance a little bit in the areas where the hairs are finer in texture. You can enhance that area to make it like a little thicker. So see, we gave it a little nice tint. But I think I'm off to a good start. Good. So now, Rachel, I mean, what did you? What did I would you? Like I brushed to be it. Super close. And he kept flinching. So from brushing, you want to add the dye? Oh, he would have been tint because like, again, it would be a couple of seconds for him, not even a full minute, because we keep it looking natural. We'll tint that so it looks like it has the depth of the rest of the brow. Yes. I can think, you help her? I think he can she's, just I think she, And I think she's scared. You know? <laughs> she got to see you tomorrow. I to see him. Yeah. I was to say. And he ain't going to let you live <laughs> that down. But yes, but it'll be beautiful. Especially it's nice to see when men come and get their brows done. They're usually reluctant because they think it's a salon. And it's going to be pink. And you're going to people, women sitting around. But when they realize it's a private studio, it's very neutral. There's, and you're fun. Thank you, yeah. Justin. <laughs> And then, you know, we had the girlfriend, like, bring them in on your appointment, let them sit in that chair, and then I'll just give them the one-two and let them see the difference. And then they're hooked, because they don't understand what the difference would be. Yep. But then they come with their friends, right before an Eagles game with the jerseys and the hats on backwards. And, uh -huh. dude, I'm telling you, dude, no, watch, sit there, watch what she does, man, look. And you got these two guys, and they're high-fiving afterwards, and look, man, look. and I'm like, this is just the best. I'm handsome. <laughs> That's great. And I said, can you give us the um, name of your website? About Face. 201.com. Face is spelled P-H-A-C-E. The number's 201.com, which is our studio number. Aboutface201.com. We have our um, online shop, so you can purchase our makeup online. Okay. Which is pronounced yours. People call it Earth because it's spelled U-R-S. But I was being tricky. My friends still say, give me some of that Earth makeup. But no, it's called yours. And it's exclusively on the website? Exclusively on the website and here in the studio. We ship all across the country because a lot of our clients come from across the country. And when they need more and they're not here, we just ship it right out to them. Thank you for having us in. Well, thank you for coming. We appreciate it. All right, Justin. So how you feeling about your new brows? Why are we always talking about my brows? <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't even know that you maintained them like you did. We learned a lot in that last segment. I felt like I gave a lot. <laughs> and that's what we do here at Loving Grit. <laughs> wait, wait, maybe it started after I left her um, the brow book on his desk. <laughs> I mean, like, look. <laughs> this is like out of control now. Hashtag pluck you. <laughs> <laughs> Next segment. Yeah, after all of this, we definitely needed a drink. So Justin, Rachel, and myself, we headed over to the new Notary Hotel. We needed a big drink. 
We have called upon our friend, Nicole Trotter. My title for the Notary Hotel is Destination Sales Executive. Hi, Nicole. Yes, welcome to the Notary Hotel. We came for the big drinks. <laughs> but, this big drinks. but this hotel has like amazing history from the second you walk in the door. So this is an autograph collection for Marriott. We're actually the only one in Philadelphia. Autographs are Marriott's boutique collection of hotels. And what's really special about them is that each one is very rooted in the location that it exists in. So being here in Philly, which this is a historic city, this particular building is a historic building. It's the City Hall Annex building. It's on the uh, register for historic places in Philadelphia, and it was built in 1926, and this acted as a government office building for City Hall. This is where people would come to get their birth certificate, their marriage license. Actually, where we're sitting at one time was voter registration. <sighs> we have associates that work here in the building that in this building's previous life, they had to come here to get their birth certificate or marriage license, something like that. And, you know, as a hotel, we like to think that people came here to get those things. It was, it was the start of a new journey for them. So now you come back as the notary hotel, and it's still, you know, another mark in your journey that you can leave here on the city. So here we have so much history, but we're seated in this warm, fuzzy environment. We're all together, warm, fuzzy feeling, and it makes you think about your girlfriends. It makes you think about traveling in a group, and how do you think the hotel speaks to that, and especially for 2020 being the city of sisterly love? Yeah, of course. The hotel is an experiential type of hotel, and one of the wonderful features that we have is our Sabroso y Sorbo restaurant, which is where we're sitting right now. What's it mean? It means savor and sip. Oh. And in perfect time. Starting with some cocktails. We have three different punch bowls, signed, sealed, and delivered. Love that name. Mm -hmm. This is the third delivered. This is delivered? <laughs> yeah, so it's mm -hmm. a uh, Bombay Sapphire Gin based cocktail with St. Germain, some fresh lime juice. Very simple, very easy. Uh, you know, everyone loves it. You had me at St. Germain. Some Micro edible flowers. edible flowers in there. We thought, you know, we're doing tapas menu items. What would be a really cool way to take it to the next level and do and some shareable some cocktails? So this is a great way to have some social activity, bring your girlfriends in, have a girls' night out, start with these cocktails, kick the night off. Oh my goodness, sangria too? Oh my. You want the red sangria or the white sangria? I just want a sangria. The one that lands in front of me would be just fine, just clink, 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 clink. Cheers. So back Cheers. to the rooms. So we have 499 guest rooms here, and 83 of those guest rooms are suite upgrade options. We have an incredible amount of executive corner suites. Really spacious, all corners, so big windows, and the views of city. So most of our rooms look right at City Hall, which is, wow. that's the heart of Philadelphia right there. It's beautiful at nighttime. Some of those rooms have connecting rooms, so come down with your girlfriends, get a couple rooms that connect. Mm. Our location right here in the heart, at right by City Hall. So if you're going out of our front door, right out of our beautiful, like, vintage-looking lobby, City Hall's there, lots of museums, walkable, love parks right across the street. Yeah. And then right out of our back door is 13th Street. So the Reading Terminal Market's a block down. The eighth so wonder cool. of the world. There's a, an incredible food scene right here. So everything's really walkable. Passion for, District's right here now. Oh, yeah. That's incredible that they built that It's up really like there. in every direction yeah, from the yeah. hotel. Oh, yeah. There's great things to do. Yeah. You could literally just... 
go and get lost. What's your name? Bobby. Hey, hi, Bob. Hi. Um, we have some Brussels sprouts with uh, some jamon serrano, and then they're tossed with a little bit of uh, lemon juice just right on top. These ones are called Papa's Bravas, so they're Yukon gold potatoes, deep fried, and then they're tossed in a little bit of Spanish paprika, salt and pepper, and then they have some garlic aioli on top. Delicious, thank you. When did you guys reopen? We just opened in July 2019. Okay, wait a minute. So we're at the dinner table and I'm gonna break etiquette rules and just ask you, what were the costs of the renovations? Yeah, so this, uh, the hotel went through a $25 million restoration and renovation project. It encompassed all of the guest rooms and our ground level here, the restaurant, everything to make this a really experiential autograph collection. It's a big deal and it's amazing. We love it. Yeah. Thank you. Me too. I'm a proud mama. Aww. <laughs> Who's going to eat what first? I don't... I... Get the one closest to you. Take some I'm going after the Brussels sprout. Okay. okay. Go for it. I'm about to dive in. So yeah, that was fun. And if you don't believe us, just watch. You can actually watch. We have video clips. We're not just a podcast. Go to visitphilly.com and look for Love and Grit. We're kind of fancy. I love that. We'll see you next time. Love and Grit will continue to be here for you. So keep on listening as we share stories of kindness, creativity, and acts of love. Oh, and we can't say it enough. Wash your hands.